podcast that rewatches, reviews, and re-educates children for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Mel Rodriguez. And uh, you can follow us on MCU at MCU underscore Rewind on Twitter. And give us a rating on whatever podcast catcher you use. And with that, today's episode is about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 4, Episode 18, No Regrets. I mean, No Regrets. Original air date, April 18th, 2017. And here's a quick reminder of what actually happens in the episode. Simmons comes clean with the Patriot and tells him and Ward everything about the other world. Ward doesn't believe it and keeps trying to say that this world is, at a minimum, also real. Later, she meets Matt. Sky Daisy is tortured by Hydra and then interrogated by Evil Fitz. Eventually, Madame Hydra does the interrogating and tries to get Daisy to give up information in exchange for living a life inside the framework. She chooses not to take the offer. Coulson and the Patriots stop a Hydra bus to free prisoners, but only find corpses. They plan to use the bus to break into a Hydra facility and break out some prisoners. They also get in and save Trip. Trip's back. Yes! Yay. Coulson goes off script and tries to save the kids who are getting mind control. Agent May realizes that the Patriot is breaking into the Hydra facility, and she uses a super soldier serum to become stronger for an hour. She and the Patriot fight. After winning the fight, the Patriot goes into a building, which is subsequently blown up. The Patriot and the Shieldies stay inside to get the kids out. May goes in to make sure the Patriot is dead, but instead has a crisis of conscience when she realizes there were kids in that building, and the Patriot sacrificed himself to save everyone. Se uh, separately, Fitz gets some counseling from his dad because he feels bad for killing Ophelia. His dad says it's okay. This leaves him even more cold inside. In the end scene, May goes into the interrogation room and breaks some Terragenesis to give Daisy her powers. I just gotta say, he killed Agnes. Ophelia is Ada. Ah, damn. Alright. I knew that sounded wrong. Alright, he killed Agnes last week. That's right. Yeah, it would have been very different if he killed Ophelia. <laughs> yeah. Alright, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Starting off with the title. Um, I think uh, that the title No Regrets comes from three possible things. <laughs> Although the last one I thought of last probably makes more sense than the first two. Okay. But uh, Super Mace dies with no regrets because he's saving people. So that's how he would have wanted to die in the real world. Mm -hmm. um, Coulson goes to save a student at the end because of a regret he had. And he's trying to like absolve himself of that regret. And then, of course, Ada says she fixed a regret for everybody. But it just caused more regretful things. No, that, ma that makes sense. Um and then if we were to just add to the things of, you know, doing something and having no regrets. Also at the end, May uh, 
hopefully has no no regrets when she gives Daisy her powers. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> um we also get uh the super soldier serum which isn't really super soldier serum. I think this is more of just a straight up steroid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I my assumption is that this is pretty much what um uh, I forget his name. The Patriot, um, Mace. Mace. I knew. I knew it's something with an M. Anyway, uh, yeah. I assume it's this is pretty similar to what Mace was given in the real world, but it's more generic in here. Well, actually, they say what's in it is actually the um same one that they that uh, Skies or Daisy's dad uses. Oh, that's right. Okay, which is why she's all twitchy and insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we also get uh, a look at a history book, uh, Hope's history book about Dr. Whitehall. Um, apparently, he's the one who ended polio, at least in this world. He gets credit. <laughs> um, and uh, Dr. Fitz is in the history book as uh, someone who is Whitehall's successor to end the inhuman plague, much like Whitehall ended polio, which is weird because I... Um, I've subbed in history classes. I've taught history. They don't talk about, you know, the person who's actually, like, in charge of the CDC right now in a <laughs> history book. Yeah, technically, they are making history in in a sense. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that, that's not something that would be there for, for a while. <laughs> yeah. Then we also get a uh, call. Uh, we hear about Bakshi News. Well, back she's and I, I can't remember what it's called. But uh, this is a reference to Sunil Bakshi, who was a villain in season two, um, who was Whitehall's like right hand man guy, and he also uh, was the person who hypnotized Agent Thirty Three. Yeah, I I had to look him up again because mm-hmm. I, I remember him as a character, but I realized we haven't seen him in a long time. What happened to him? Um, and he died. <laughs> in season two <laughs> yes he did <laughs> which i mean i should have known that because of the fact that i couldn't remember what happened to him and it's been a long time since i've seen him. but mm-hmm. uh he died because he himself was then mind controlled and then um simmons was about to kill ward and then bakshi just got in the way to save ward so. yeah so now i don't think he would do that in this world because ward's not his friend <laughs> i mean ward wasn't his friend before but I mean that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, they're probably more friends now because at least for a while they thought Ward was the agent of Hydra. True. Yeah. They're they're at a minimum they're more friendly, and yeah. but they may have never even met. Mm-hmm. Um, next part I want to talk about Alistair Fitz, uh, Fitz's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his the actor David O'Hara has done a few nerdy things. He was in two episodes of Gotham as a character named Reggie Payne. He was also Albert Runcorn in Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows Part 1. He's the guy that Harry turned into to get into the Ministry of Magic. Oh. Yeah. So he technically played Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they... I'm trying to remember. Uh, they had their normal voices, right? Even yes, though they, they had did. the bodies? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he also played Mr. X in Wanted, a movie I've never seen. 
And then, um, he in the movie Departed, which is not an early movie, but it is one of like my top ten favorite movies of all time. Um, mm-hmm. he plays a character named Fitzy. So, head canon, same guy because it's <laughs> Joel Fitz. <laughs> yeah, he he could be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's in the the real world, not in the framework. So, yeah. well, yeah, definitely. I mean, we know that he left Fitz probably for a life of crime, being part of Jack Nicholson's gang in Boston. Okay, sounds good yep. to me. Yeah, I think it makes sense. And finally, our last fast fact is superhero landing number 81 of Mace landing superheroly on a bus, on top of the bus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I do actually have one more. Oh. Uh, well, I, I have two. Um, I didn't even ask you. I just assumed you didn't have any. That's my fault. <laughs> yes, I noticed. I noticed that, by the way. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I know you know one of these, but you didn't mention it. So I'm just going to bring it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, Colson mentions an inhuman with a lion paws for hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just the paws, like an actual inhuman, um, which is a, a little bit of a callback from season one when John Garrett mentioned someone in the fridge or a prisoner in the fridge who was a guy who attached paws to himself. He wasn't inhuman. He just attached the lion paws to himself. So, Although he could mm-hmm. have been an inhuman, but they didn't know about inhumans and Garrett just assumed he attached lion paws to himself. That also could have been it. Um, or these are just two very different people. And one guy just really wanted lion paws. Like that, <laughs> one guy a... saw the inhuman with lion paws and thought, those are cool. <laughs> yes, that could have been it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another one is um, we get the return of uh, the actor um, Adam Kulbersh, who uh, in this episode plays... And I only know these names because I looked them up. Uh, he plays Kenneth Turgeon. Um, so he's the scientist that gives May the serum. Mm-hmm. Um, we last saw him. He was in two episodes back in season two when Simmons went undercover with Hydra. So she like worked for this guy. Oh, I didn't even know that one. Well, That's some good callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he looked really familiar. So I had to look him up. Mm-hmm. And you were right. Ooh. All right. Moving on to our heroes. All right. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type of... Uh, where would you like to start, Tony? Um, have any preferences? No, not really. I, you know, I did in the order that I saw them come up on the screen. <laughs> so <laughs> start wherever you want. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we'll start with Colson. I think that's okay. probably a, a good one. Him, him and uh, him and Mace at the beginning are uh, they're teaming up to uh, steal the uh, steal that bus. Mm-hmm. I find it real interesting how this is... I know he's getting memories from the real world, but he's still acting like Mr. Coulson, right? Mm-hmm. He takes what is essentially his first time killing a human being very well. <laughs> uh, wait, when did he kill someone at the, at the beginning? He shot people coming out of the bus, the Hydra agents coming out of the bus when they stopped him. You're right, and they don't have the the knockout ammo they they just have guns yeah 
But okay. again, he knows they're not real people. Yeah, that's true. It still feels real, but then again, he's he's better at at that uh, mindset, I guess, than uh, than Daisy. Oh. So yeah, he, that's also right. I was thinking Nazis aren't real people. Oh, but... that too. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I mean that's that's a good point, right? Like he, I mean, we don't even know if he remembers uh, doing that. Uh, was it? I forget if it was. Was it this episode? Where he is talking to Simmons and he says, "Hey, why do I not like Ward? Did I? Did we not get along?" And she's like, "Oh no, you you crushed his chest on an alien planet and left him for dead." Yeah, that's this episode. Because I also <laughs> wrote the note, just like he said, he gets hives every time he sees Ward, or feels like he has hives. I'm like, okay, that was a really stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, I kind of wish uh, Simmons had mentioned that, too. Yeah, and you're probably thinking Hives, because he came back as an alien named Hive. Just the body, not not really Ward himself. But, uh, you know, he almost took over the planet. No, usually I'm, I'm totally for puns. But that one I almost <laughs> booed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have too much about Coulson, honestly. Okay. Like that's, that's well, pretty much it. <laughs> we've got um, them infiltrating the re-education camp, right? Mm-hmm. And he's... Uh... I mean, the first thing I think of, he's pretending to be uh, the Flash in Zack Snyder's Justice League. is going into the medic- uh, a facility, not medical, a government facility. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, I know they're Nazis. And I know that's the most evil thing in the world. But he can't even say Hail Hydra to keep his disguise up. Yeah, that bothered me too. Like, yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised that that didn't like turn come out to bite them later. It yeah. it just it did nothing. I mean, um, my thing is even Captain America said it for a greater good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like you need to keep that disguise going for this mission. I mean, it's essentially a spy mission, right? Like they're mm-hmm. they're breaking in, um, hopefully not having to fight their way out because that's when things get really dicey. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and as a character, he he's said it for years, um, you know, being a teacher of it, this Hydra controlled school. So that's true. But I mean, you got to think of it like they're indoctrinated for years about how great Hydra is. And then he's converted to knowing how evil they are. A convert to anything is like more militant and extreme about their beliefs than someone who's lived with their entire lives. So, like, once he knows how evil Hydra is, he probably doesn't want to say it, even a little bit. That's true, yeah. So that's that was just his his default, going back yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. So he, he probably has um, been in this situation before, where someone said that, and he just said, yep, and then, like, walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hail Hydra, and hi to you! Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so they break in, and, um, he sees the kid that he saw from, what, two episodes ago, or maybe last episode, I don't know what time it is, <laughs> um, that The kid he... they took from his class. Yeah, the kid that he took from the class. And also, the kid, later he sees the other kid who spray-painted Simmons' car from his class. Yeah, they, they tracked his car back to him. Yeah, but... <laughs> Like, he goes off book to save this kid, which makes me think of what Coulson, regular Coulson, not Mr. Coulson, but 
director Coulson would do. Except he's not in charge here, so he kind of almost screws everything up. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, uh, the Patriot dies because yeah. of him, essentially, right? So, Yeah, but, I mean, okay, the Patriot's a real person. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it gets May on their side, and we like May more than we like Mace. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We've known her longer. Yeah. And she's less cheesy than Mace mm-hmm. is. Um, but also, I guess that does kind of go back to what you were saying a little earlier. Like, maybe he doesn't always remember that these are, that, you know, they're all fake, except for these small handful of people. He's like, well, I still got to save the kids. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of real to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I mean, none of the real people should be going on these missions. <laughs> I know they don't have a lot of time, but it's like, you know who could do this? Who'd really be good at it? Ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And just Ward. <laughs> well, not really. Just just him. Uh, yeah. That that driver, that other S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who showed up a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a guy who was like Mace's right-hand man, right? Who got sucked out of the plane. Uh, I'll take your word for it, but yeah, sure. I can't remember his name. But he's like a little uh, kiss ass guy. That's yeah, that sounds familiar. Like I know the guy you're talking about. I just can't envision what he looks like. He looks like the guy who drove the bus. Anyway, oh, then him. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now, I mean, at the end of this, they've got Trip back, which you know it sucks to see him die again. But also, he's not real. <laughs> yeah. God, it's so sad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like him him gone because i'm trying to think like of the characters that have have left the show um i mean you know he died at least other characters are still alive yeah or they have clones of themselves because i think of koenig because koenig died back in season one one of them did well i mean they're brothers they're not clones but yeah okay we don't know what they are (laughs) (laughs) Are right, you're saying you don't believe their own explanation, saying that they're all just brothers? They don't know if they're clones. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have for Colson. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you want to talk about Mace since he's sure. pretty closely tied to that? Okay. Sure. Um, he's he reminds me a lot of Fury in this. Just stay on mission. We're not here to save Daisy or anyone else. Is like, he's there for the good of the mission, not for the good of the people. Yeah, I mean, he, he has that end goal because of trying to bring down Hydra as a whole. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't do that if you die on a mission. And so he's he really has to play those numbers. Yeah, but I mean, he is heroic. <laughs> yeah. I find it really messed up that uh simmons just tells him and ward that their lives don't matter <laughs> uh yeah i mean she i don't know how else to play it so i don't know a better <laughs> way to do it but it's also i mean she's not she doesn't have the best bedside manner yeah she doesn't I'm, i guess i'm a little confused did she tell um mace that he is real on the other side but ward that he's not I don't think I don't know. Ward figured it out. 
Ward figured mm-hmm. out that he's not real on the other side. Right, he but, told, but and then, Mace. Uh, no, she told Mace that he's real, but all the things that he remembers is not real. So, like, in his mind, all the sacrifices he's made, all the agents he's lost, that meant nothing. Mm, okay. Which is true. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I mean, gotta say, both of them took it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, considering how you would take that kind of story, like... Well, they they just don't believe it. Both Ward enemies. Yeah, that's true. They're... Didn't Mace say he doesn't know if he believes it or not? I mean, obviously, no one's going to immediately believe that story, except yeah. Trent. But other than that... All right. Um, I... I Well, yeah, he just says he doesn't know if he believes it or not. But mm-hmm. at this point, I would take it as, no, I don't believe it, because he's still running these missions like it matters. That's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and then we find out when he dies, he also dies in the real world. Ooh, so he can't just plug back in and come back. Nope. It's, it's only if your your avatar starts dead. Yeah, I mean, unless... Yeah, I guess. Unless you find, you know, the one-up coin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure is somewhere, but... You know, maybe it's in, like, Missouri or something. I mean, it was in Scott Pilgrim, and it was in Ready Player One, so I don't understand why it wouldn't be here now. hmm yeah. Also, the logic of Scott Pilgrim, very confusing. <laughs> it is, you know, I finally watched that movie, actually, it, like, six months ago, but I had never seen it before. Um, what do you think? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, but yes, I'm with you on that whole logic. Some Some parts of that were really just just odd like okay which is going to happen when you adapt from a manga is that what it was no it was well it was american it was a comic book okay it was just like you know you're right it was manga they got the you know the short thick books Mm -hmm. like it looked like a manga but no it's just american comic oh okay all right yeah anyway yeah so uh mace is dead both super mace and lame regular mace (laughs) now do you think like simmons i guess simmons has the most relationship with mace although no one really does because we prove here that she doesn't know anything about him Mm -hmm. um do you think if she ever has to use pepper spray in the future she gets like really weepy because you know mace I don't think she ever has to use it in the future. She just takes one of those, um, the uh, knockout guns with her. I keep forgetting what it's called, Tony. I always want to say Night Night. Icer, there we go. Well, they do call the Night Night gun in the first episode. Yeah, I know. And that's why I got the first name down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, I'm pretty sure she always just has an Icer with her. (laughs) We're almost done with four seasons. You should know what an Icer is. I should, yes. (laughs) Okay. That's but fair. We established that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess they wouldn't have a use for any mace. Do you think she gets really sad when she watches Star Wars, the prequels? Because <laughs> of Mace Windu? Yep. Yes, I'm sure that's exactly it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I've never met a real person named Mace, so. <laughs> Actually, his last name is Mace. His first name is Jeffrey. Okay, 
I was thinking, Mace is a really weird first name. <laughs> it It is. That's why it's only used for Mace Windu. <laughs> and the kid in the Ewok adventure, his, name, his first name is Mace. Which oh, is okay. now on Disney Plus, I found out recently. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. They they recently added a lot of that stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't put seen it. That um Star Wars Detours on there they announced today. What's Did what's that about the that? detours? No. It was a um back in twenty twelve, like right before Disney bought Star Wars, um George Lucas gave uh Seth Green permission to do a CG like comedy kind of in the vein of um Robot Chicken, all about Star Wars. Huh, okay. And then, like, Disney bought it and did not let them release it. I don't know how many episodes they have made. <laughs> but now they're going to put it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I guess now that they're like, yeah, we just want all the content. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll I'll, I'll probably give that a shot. Okay. All right. Um, I think we're done with Mace. And uh, coincidentally, so is the show. <laughs> done with Mace. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, unless, sad, but... unless we get into a third alternate reality, which is always possible. It is. Yeah, this show does go in weird directions. So, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just one last thing about Mace. Um, I guess we, we always should have assumed that something would happen to him. He never really felt like one of the crew. Mm-hmm. And so we, we probably should have gone into it assuming like, yeah, he's probably gonna gonna die in some way. Similar to um, previously in season three when... Um, and now I can't remember her name, Lady Coulson, when when she died. Nope, her name's not coming to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, yeah, because Ward yeah. killed her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she wasn't the shieldy though. Mace was the was an honorary shieldy, but it's like it's weird because you're right. He never kind of gelled with the group. Mm-hmm. Where other latecomers, Mac, um. Yo-Yo eventually, because definitely she's part of the team. Uh, Ward, or not Ward, Hunter and uh, Bobby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Trip, all kind of latecomers who kind of really gelled with the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things I think that they, he was written that way to not be yeah, a, a big member. Yeah. All right. Who do you so, want to move on to next? Um, I guess Simmons. I right. kind of already talked about her a bit, so. So I think Simmons goes through an interesting, like, kind of like mini arc in this episode. Because mm-hmm. she starts off when we first see her, um, in this episode talking to Mace about how his life isn't real and nothing he does matters, which you know, possible in the real world but also in here um she's like these all simulations the and then previous episodes she's like these simulations have backstories and uh hopes and dreams and then she um she meets hope i didn't mean to do that but (laughs) she meets hope and she like i think she starts caring for hope and realizing that even though they're simulations they are people yeah i mean the this pod of the season is is definitely kind of bringing up that that you know those existential questions mm-hmm. right like okay they're complete artificial intelligence but they have all these memories they do have feelings like are are they real right like once they 
have died in the same way a, a normal human would die, they're gone. That's it. Um, so what makes them not real in that sense? Yeah. And it's weird how much AI we've had in the MCU before this. And, you know, only two others. But it's weird that it happened twice. Um, <laughs> uh, Ultron and Vision, we don't get these questions at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, those have only been in movies and they, they don't have as much time to, to bring those up. But And also those only in the one movie? Oh, no, I guess Vision was in uh, Civil War also. So, yeah, you're right. And in Civil War and, well, if we're talking future... Also, Endgame or um, Infinity War, he's a big part of that. That's true. Yeah, he does. He, he does end up in in those movies. Plus, WandaVision didn't really go <laughs> into it at all. And then that's um, a whole different question because it's not even real Vision. It's Wanda's perception of Vision. Yeah, that's that's a whole different kind of world. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It really is. Ugh. but. Yeah, going back to this, in, being inside of the framework, of the, you know, this world that Ada essentially created. I mean, it's like, you know, if we were to compare this to some other like type of story that that can exist, you know, in, in the MCU, right? Like, let's say, for example, um, instead of creating a complete alternate reality, a digital alternate reality, let's say that they um, did some sort of time travel and then created an alternate universe, and then they just started messing with things there. I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing, right? Like, they go, they mess with things, and then they leave. Like, I, I don't really see the difference between something like that, right? Because that's a kind of story that could easily exist in the MCU. Well, yeah, and also, it makes me think of, like, a Star Trek question. If they turn off the framework, are they killing billions of people? Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, yeah, that's a whole, whole other question. Um, also... When Captain America went back in time to return the Infinity Stones, is he killing billions of people who were in those other timelines? So I have that exact same question. All right, Tony, you uh, you have not finished watching um, Infinite Crisis. The, the oh, on, it's going to uh, be a long time before uh, I get there. <laughs> all right, because I have a question similar to this that ties in with that. Uh, I'm, all right, no, I'm not going to ask it because it, it, it could also ruin it too. So it, never mind. It's it's something towards the end. Right, it it sorry, doesn't well, like I'm actually gonna... ruin it, uh, but it's it's just one of those things like it ties in. So I don't I don't want to mention. it. Okay, I'll tell you my my viewing plans. Okay. Before I get there, so I'm going to finish. I'm halfway through Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, nine, and you watch all that in Voyager. <laughs> then I'm going to watch all the original Doctor Who. I think I'm going to subscribe to BritBox. And then I'm going to start resume um, CW DC Universe. So in like right. four or five years, you can ask me these questions. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. So anyway, lots of moral questions here that <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would also ask you a question about like Back to the Future, but I know you've never seen those because I've a... seen a lot of scenes of them. <laughs> There were three of those, right? Yes. Okay. That's one of those where I'm not sure if there were two or three. I do there the same three. thing with the original Ghostbusters. There were two of those, not three? Correct. There were only okay. two of those. All right. I spent years thinking there were three of those. Oh, well, I mean, technically, right now you are correct. There are well, three yeah, of them. Yeah, but I was come, like a teenager come, when I realized. <laughs> I mean, they come a couple months, you'll be wrong again, because there will be four of them. 
Okej. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have anything else for Simmons? No, um, I mean, she doesn't go on that mission. Um, she, uh, yeah, I mean, she doesn't, she, not too much. I mean, there, there's a lot of, I mean, she's just really bringing up the existential stuff. Yeah. Also, um, Ward apologizes to her for whatever the real him did. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do you think she she's cool with Ward now? Nah, I think it'll take some time. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, also, was that this episode or next week's episode? I really mixed up this week's. Notes. I, I wrote it in this week's notes. I don't usually go back and forth to notes. Okay, all right. Same here. That's that's usually how I how I tell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all for Simmons. Okay. Cool. Um, I guess Ward, since we're right here. Yeah. Well, I just said my only note for Ward. I don't. I don't have any for him. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I mean, I do kind of have one other thing, just like, Mm -hmm. since we're talking these existential questions, do you think he cares that he lives in this simulation world, right? Because he he spends the episode this week, also next week too, even more, trying to say that, yeah, this world that we live in, the framework essentially, um, it all feels real, so why isn't it real? So he's even more bringing in the, you know, the the existential questions of, like, does it count or not? I actually am not able to figure out if he cares or if he's just saying that to tell Simmons, like, no, it, it doesn't matter if it's not the world you're from. This one is also real. I feel like that's the point he's trying to make. I think that's the only way you can play it, uh, just as a person. It's just like, if if it, this, this world's a simulation, but there's no way you can leave this simulation, then this is a world that matters to you. Otherwise, you just shut down and become a nihilist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it very much makes me think of uh, Nick Fury says in the first Avengers movie. It's just like, um, was it something like, if uh, he's talking about it's, if it's the end of the world, then... Um, if the world keeps spinning, we're going to act like it keeps moving on. Like it doesn't matter if it, if there's nothing I can do to, if there's nothing I can do to change it, I'm just going to make my world as good as possible. I don't know if I portrayed my idea correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I understood. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what's going on. Do good. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause there's, I mean, in real life right here, you know, we, there's the uh i forget what it's called maybe it's just called simulation theory the theory that we do actually live in a simulation mm-hmm. um and the uh the logic behind that is well if you get to a world where your technology is good enough that you can make an entire world in a simulated environment then you probably do and then that technology then eventually paces up to the point where it's simulated so like the chances of you being in the original real one are slim like and that's the the statement so maybe we do and it just doesn't matter at all yeah i mean i'm odds are i'm not gonna be unplugged for the matrix so i'm going to try to keep being as good a person as i am because this is what i can affect yeah exactly all right we figured it out Woo. um (laughs) all right um 
I guess other heroes. Move yeah, I'm move real on. light on notes for everyone else. So we got a little bit um for triplet. We see trips back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's thrown in that re-education cage. I guess. Mm-hmm. Was he in a little box, right? Yeah, it was. It was a cage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They could breathe. Uh-huh. It wasn't just yeah. like a a box with darkness and all. Did they catch him? Um, spying or something else you know if they caught him spying they probably wouldn't have put him here so yeah i think he would be dead oh <laughs> uh, yeah maybe dead at a minimum in some sort of interrogation right for a yeah. long time so what so. did they catch him doing why did they put him in these this re-education camp i don't know maybe maybe it was like he was doing some job and then he got caught with a fake ID or something. And then they thought, Oh, he's just a fake ID maker person. So they just sent him here for this. Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. My, my assumption is whatever he did, he was able to at least play it off to some very much, much lesser crime. Yeah. It's much more minor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, if you're, if you're a spy, if you're part of the resistance, you're not going to do anything stupid like, say, Hydra as Nazis. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to be caught doing something that... You would be caught for something bigger. So he... Yeah, you're right. He must have played it differently. I'm just like, what is bad enough to get him there, but not bad enough to get him killed or executed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it was that. Maybe it was like he, he tried to say he was trying to steal something. Just stuff from a building. I don't know. They probably found him in a restricted area. And he played it off saying, oh, I didn't know where I was supposed to be or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Because we know he was taking pictures of the secret Hydra weapon. Um, Mm -hmm. So he probably uh, took those pictures and then like walked somewhere else and then he got caught there. Yeah, I guess he's really lucky also. Because, yeah... A guard stole his boots with the camera in it, but that guy just was like twenty feet away from where he was. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. good thing it wasn't like one of the other guards at the the front gate or something. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's good to see Trip. Mm-hmm. Also, good to see that he wasn't in the room when Daisy um uh, went through her genesis again because that would just suck. If he died in that same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um, let's see. Daisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets Terrigen again. Yeah. Um, so I guess the, the Terrigen here is okay for non-inhumans? Well, remember in the real world, they also refined it. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I mean, if they're going to do experimentation on humans, they want one that won't kill regular humans. Yeah, because then, you know, less chance of messing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so she'll be badass next episode. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm good with heroes if you are. <laughs> yeah, same. I've, I've got nothing else, so. All right, cool. Uh, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, um, you know, assuming we ever actually get any money from any of these any of these companies and then yeah we'll get back to it <laughs> welcome to baston robbins 
Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Uh, Tony, what is short, yellow, and in most cases, non-magical? A half of pencil? Exactly. Buses. But why? Why aren't they all magical? We all know they can be. Miss Frizzle doesn't have a patent on magical school buses. Only yellow ones. So our friends at Big Blue Buses have a great offer for you. Trips in a magical bus to learn about so many fun topics. And you know what Big Blue Buses has that Miss Frizzle could never get right? No breakdowns. That's right. You don't get halfway through a trip and suddenly it turns into an escape room. Uh, but that is an option if you'd like. So what are the many trip? So what are the many different trips you can take and topics to learn about? You can visit nowhere, the playground, even the framework. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free trial and learn all about musk oxen. Important note: it's it's basically a party bus. Alcohol is involved. No minors are allowed. Very nice. <laughs> <All right>. Villains. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I was expecting you to say something else. Okay. <laughs> a lot of things went through my mind. Magic school bus, party bus, musk oxen. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> musk oxen uh, are, are interesting. Are, now, important question. I might have to wait till next week to find this out. Are musk oxen the new hamsters? <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that through line. Oh, yeah. I tried to think of something this time, and then I couldn't think of anything. So, you know, now we're like three episodes into this pod. That's true. Like, yeah. I'll just wait until the next thing we do, which I think is a movie, right? Guardians Volume 2? Yeah, Guardians and Spider-Man back to back. All right. I have no idea what I'll do for those. I'll think of something. Okay. Or I won't, and we'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> Moving on to our villains. Hmm. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Um, I've got three villains here. Yeah, I uh, want to start with Ada, Madam Hydra. Sure. Uh, I'd rather start with Ophelia or Madam Hydra, but we can start with Ada. Okay. Uh, I don't have any notes for Ada, but uh, Ophelia and Madam Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, she uh goes in to interrogate Daisy, and you know she doesn't take. Any responsibility for this world, she is literally the god of. <laughs> uh, exactly. Like, she can change anything at any time. Um, but even though she makes it sound like, no, she she just made a few small adjustments. And then the rest of the world, just this is what how things ended up. I don't buy that at all. I don't no. believe her. Although, I mean... I don't know what she could have done with her goal. I mean, her goal is to have a world where she could be have free will, right? Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's another alternate goal that they haven't fully 
mentioned yet that we'll we'll find out in a few episodes but okay um but so well then this question might not make sense with the other alternate goal but what universe could she make that isn't super easy to tear down for the shieldies oh okay everybody oh i see what you mean it's like making sure that the shieldies can't just come in and and get rid of it and just yeah because if if they made like a framework that was basically second life and it was the exact same as the regular world um they could just walk in and talk to their friends because their friends would believe most of what they said (laughs) that's true things do have to be different um did it have to be this different um could it she have just made those characters not anything like what they are now um you know for example um mace she made him a superhero leading mm-hmm. shield why isn't shield just completely gone she also made ward who <laughs> like what why is he even a you know quote unquote good guy in this world right like she could have yeah. made those types of other changes too um that would have been even worse so i guess i'm not at all answering your question mm. uh, <laughs> But to answer your question directly, I have no idea. Although two things did occur to me, uh-huh. which might open a whole new can of worms. Two <laughs> questions. Okay. First of all, what happened that made Victoria or did you, did they talk about Victoria Hand in this episode or the next episode? Uh, no, that's next episode. Yeah, I have I have some notes for that. So okay. I was I was. Then we'll talk about the next episode. Yeah. Okay. okay. What happened with Loki's invasion of New York? <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Like there are, there are a lot of things that happen. Um, I, so, you know, maybe we have the question of, cause, cause we, we had that as, a like two weeks ago, right. That was one of our, our questions of the weeks. Did, didn't yeah. you ask like, what were the Avengers? What happened to them? Yeah. Um, so I mean, if, if something stayed the same, if Thor still showed up, mm-hmm. then I guess, he maybe she just changed it so he never became worthy and he just died because i think that i mean well i think we talked about that this episode my thing is hydra would have been in charge of that and hydra hawkeye would have killed thor yeah but then again that also means she would have changed hawkeye to be more hydra e right or maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't clint maybe it was someone else maybe he never joined hydra but i like yeah. hydra would have killed thor they wouldn't have done pulled a colson and say oh i want to see what happens that's true um also or maybe she just got rid of that story completely and like so i here's a, a thought like mm-hmm. we only see the world within pretty much this one city right you know washington dc and a little bit of the surrounding area i think yeah at least what we've seen so far. I don't know if maybe a few other episodes get further, but um, maybe she didn't do the rest of the world. Maybe she just did this area, which is still a lot, right? All of yeah. those characters have backstory and everything. So then she just started ignoring things like everything involving the Avengers and Loki attacking. Maybe that's just gone. Yeah, but my thing is like the way this show is structured, this is an alternate reality. This is like a, a what if. This is mm-hmm. 
Um, she changed other things, but ran the universe, the or at least Earth, the way it would have gone anyway. Um, I I don't know about that because she said that she removed the regrets, and their lives went this way. So I don't know if she was talking about everything else. Like yeah, I, she may but... have only been talking about the the specific. The character, the Shieldies, essentially. Yeah, but Col- a big part of Coulson's life was the Battle of New York, which would have still happened in this universe. Are you, wait, are you sure? How? I mean, the Battle of New York would still happen because um, Hydra, or S.H.I.E.L.D., got the Tesseract in um, the 1940s. It would have still been on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, maybe, maybe not, because if they killed Thor, Loki would still be on the throne of Asgard, and then he, Thanos wouldn't have used him to invade New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. Head cannon. I mean, that's checked. All right. <laughs> I mean, that's not the storyline I I was going with. I I was thinking she literally just completely ignored it because she has to have all of that like literally all of that data i'm assuming that so much of this is just stuff that she made up plus she maybe she had some files from shield of like personnel files and big players but but yeah i mean like i really any any single thing that i think gets in her way i think she she would have just said no that didn't happen here and, and moves on yeah yeah I got so many questions, but this is like this is why I like time travel stories, and probably why you dislike time travel stories, is because you pull one thread and you don't know how many things it impacts. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then we don't know like, well, is that is that really how that worked? Is it um, lazy writing, storytelling kind of thing? Because sometimes that happens too. And mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I brought this up ever on the, the podcast. Um, I watched um, um, Tenet a while ago. Oh, I haven't seen and, Oh, and it was... I want to rewatch it. Okay. Not because I enjoyed it. Not at all. I did not enjoy that movie. It, it's just not a movie for me. But I want to rewatch it because I, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of the whys behind this. <laughs> A lot of paradoxes movie. and stuff. Uh, yeah, some of the paradox stuff. There's a couple of things. One of my problems with a lot of uh, time travel movies is things where they make rules and then later they're like, "Yeah, and good thing we followed those rules," but but you didn't. You, you like here, here, and here, you didn't. And then they acknowledge that they didn't follow those rules, and then, but that's when the movie ends. So we don't know much. It's <laughs> uh, so. Anyway. I'll probably watch it someday, but it'll be it'll be. I a long just time. watch the Bill and Ted movies because they don't care about time travel. Well, they they do, but it makes no sense, and they know it makes no sense, so it's fine. And I'm good with that. Yeah. That's also why you know Doctor Who was okay with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, who were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about uh, uh, Madame Hydra, Ada. Um, I don't know if we have any other notes to say about her. She offers a life with Lincoln, which honestly would have been my worst case scenario. So I'm glad <laughs> that Daisy didn't say yes. 
Uh, hey, is Lincoln alive in this world? No, because she looked him up. Okay, right. So again, Ada can play God and just bring a person to life and all that yeah. stuff. Okay. I mean, she brought her. There's no predecessor to uh, Ophelia in this universe. Yeah, that's true. So why doesn't she just start changing all these other shieldies and their their storylines again? I'm wondering, honestly, if that would too many changes would make them suspicious. Oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Because you mess with Coulson's mind once with Tahiti, then it's super easy to break through with him the second time. Now, they've already messed with the brains of all the shieldies one time now. She doesn't want to do it a second time. Okay, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right, moving on. Do you want to do the Doctor or Evil May? Uh, let's do the Doctor. All right. Um, so he's in his 13th incarnation. <laughs> Or I should say she. No. Um, so. He's got a real interesting um, relationship with his dad. Yeah. Um, I would go with not healthy. But yeah, that yeah. Know, interesting is a, another phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, his dad, obviously, the regret that happens that they took away from him is not having a good relationship with his dad which apparently completely destroyed his relationship with his mother because, yeah yeah he apologizes and his mom said or his dad says that's your mother speaking her weakness and stuff like that yeah i kind of wonder if his parents still separated and then he just went with his dad instead of his mom yeah, I think so. I'm wondering, because I don't know. In the real world, does his dad just walk out on them? Or do they have a divorce? Or what happened? Um, you know, they didn't really say. I got the impression that his dad just left. Like, he just walked mm-hmm. out on them. Yeah, but he seems like he also, that type of guy. Yeah, hmm, but he also was a kid. So maybe he didn't know or remember. Like, and maybe his mom just didn't want to talk about it kind of thing. Yeah. But either way, to him, it was sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, so because of that, he's just evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he pretty much just had his dad whispering evils into his mind the enti- or into evil his head nothings. the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has completely bought into this world, obviously. Like, I mean, everyone has, but he knows about the quote unquote, or I mean, it is the real world or the other world is what they call it. Mm hmm. And, um, yeah, he does some mess up things. He tortures Daisy. He, uh, destroys a quarantine building filled with children. You know, not a nice guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually at a point where I don't remember how they get fits out of this. <laughs> uh, same. I, I think I kind of remember, um, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember some I don't... ramifications, but I don't remember exactly what happens. So. Yeah. I, I don't I don't want to start guessing because it's, right. it's, it's very spoilery. Yeah. <laughs> that too. All right. Um, Evil May. Yeah. Evil May. All right. Um, so she's just, you know, she just wallows. <laughs> she's looking at the victims of Cambridge, which she's taking responsibility for. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is kind of where she was at the beginning of season one, 
of just like you know she's in her cubicle not engaging in anything because she's wallowing in her failure and without colson to help her she's just uh i mean she's always angry uh <laughs> kind of like banner but she's like negatively angry <laughs> i don't know how to say it kind of like banner okay <laughs> yeah banner's not negatively angry mm-hmm. yeah you're right you're right um yeah he, he he knows how to how to deal with it yeah yeah um, yeah, you're right. You know, I hadn't noticed that, that she hasn't gone on any missions. So, but she's still, like, I guess we don't actually know what she was doing in season one. Like, what was her job at the time? Because here, she's at least running missions. Like, she's doing stuff and prep and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But she's not, uh, yeah. she hasn't been. She had a desk job. That's all we know. She had a desk job in um season one. Because when, uh. Colson approaches her to just be the pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess here she's also doing interrogations. Like, she's she's involved a little bit, but she's not going out. Yeah, well, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. would let her go to the sidelines if she needs that for mental health. Hydra will see her as a very capable weapon. They mm-hmm. can direct her anger wherever. Definitely, yeah. So, as a capable weapon, they give her the mace version of the Super Soldier Serum. Um, And she looks like she's holding the anger stick from Season (laughs) 1. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's just all twitchy. and I find it really weird because... And then I found out later, looking it up, it's the one that... This uh, Super Soldier Serum that uh, Cal had, Daisy's father. Mm -hmm. So that makes a lot more sense because, like, mace didn't get all twitchy like that yeah exactly i mean he had like the one that was specially tuned for him and all this stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah she she's just got the very generic here you go here's some drugs yeah but yeah but it's not good enough because she still loses the fight Mm -hmm. yeah um i'm surprised how quickly she turns against hydra yeah, I was thinking that too. So, okay, when she's there, she uh, when she's out on that mission, she has that line like, "Wait, there are kids in here," because um, she didn't know that that there were kids there. Um, and and this is one of those things where like, okay, super evil organization, they're gonna hide things from different people, right? Depending on if they think someone's okay with that level of evil or not, right? Like we we just saw that a couple weeks ago in uh, Iron Fist when. Um, uh, Bakudo and you know his version of the hand like remember when he had those people that were going to drain um, calling wings blood mm-hmm. right that's not a thing she knew anything about well or any of the other evil stuff that Bakudo was yeah. doing but like that specifically I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't know what that's about so like sa- same concept here right so May didn't know like oh they're uh, one they're doing whatever torture to the kids because she doesn't really know exactly I guess uh, two, they just fired on the building to kill the kids. Um, again, another thing. But going back to what you said, like how she did it so quickly, she has to have been thinking about this for a while. There there has to have been other clues that we just didn't see. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I, but I find it strange because like uh, they interrogated Hope earlier and she doesn't find it weird that they're interrogating a child. Yeah, that's that's true. You know what? Actually, I'm going to change my answer. Okay. Um, <laughs> like May's whole thing 
is kind of protecting kids, right? Like, yeah. in the real world, her, you know, because she had to kill that one kid, it was horrible, but she did save a ton of people. In, mm-hmm. in this world, the opposite. She, But, you know, e- either way, in, in both worlds, she cares about the kids. And here, where she sees Hydra just shooting missiles at a building full of children, and then seeing, oh, these other people are... Uh, are going in to save the children. Like, well, eh, all right, I guess, I guess that's good. Yeah. Maybe. All right. I'm done here. This, this is, this is too bad. She hit no, her. Yeah. You're totally right. Because she probably stayed with Hydra thinking, well, this is getting rid of the humans. It's going to protect more children. Mm-hmm. But now yeah, I mean, she, she even sees, says that. Yeah. And now she sees what Hydra is actually doing with kids. Mm-hmm. Not caring. Yep. All right, and then so she decides to give Daisy some Terrigen crystals, which is a huge gamble, because she doesn't know that Daisy can already control her powers. Yeah, huh? So was was her plan to just like give someone powers and then try and break their way out for the both of them, or maybe she didn't even really care about Daisy? No, she wanted Daisy because she want she's part of the resistance, or in her mind, she's not really. But yeah, that makes no sense. I th- I feel like that's a bad move, May. I mean, it worked. We don't know if it works out. Maybe she doesn't get earthquake powers, and she's suddenly turning everything into spaghetti. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she doesn't even know what powers Daisy has. Yeah. Um, so. I, I'm gonna jump into it a little bit for next week's episode. Just just right at the beginning, um, when Daisy breaks out of her powers, the random guard just walks in and he's like, he he doesn't know what's going on because I think he was holding like a cup of coffee or something, mm-hmm. and and then they're like, oh great, now we have to fight our way out. But before that, I, I guess they were fine. So maybe maybe that was just her plan: give Daisy some powers, and then try to sneak her out. Yeah. She's also a high... Isn't she a pretty high-ranking member of Hydra? Yeah. I mean, she talks to uh, uh, Madame Hydra. Yeah, like, so like, they know each other. So You'd think she'd be able to, like, you know, Chewbacca it, put some handcuffs on Daisy and walk her out saying, oh, taking her out for execution, and just leave the base. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't... She gives, Well, I mean, it's more exciting this way. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, moving on to guy in the chair. Yeah, guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, all I have is Radcliffe. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, pretty much, like, he's feeling sorry for himself because he got Agnes killed again. I mean, he didn't get her killed the first time, but she's already dead. Um, and then he tells her about the secret back door out of the framework, which we actually don't know what it is. Yeah, because that's one of those things where they decided to cut away or make really quiet, even though they they seem to have to yell to be able to hear each other. But okay. Yeah. And Hydra doesn't have any microphones in those rooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably do, but they just, no one was paying attention. So they okay. don't even think to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's fair. Yeah. And those rooms aren't soundproof? <laughs> so I had that in my 12% of the plan that I was okay. going to bring up. Those right. are so Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, right. Let's move on to the 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Okay, now you can go. Okay, I, I have one thing for the 12% of the plan. Those are some very thin concrete walls in the interrogation room. Um, I I don't know. Maybe maybe the walls were concrete, but there were like vents on the bottom. I, I think that maybe that's what they were trying to imply. My only guess, I'm trying to figure out why Hydra would do this, is that they interrogate people so much that they want the people they're interrogating to hear the screams of the mm-hmm. other people they're already torturing. To to them, like, just it, uh, intimidate them into just giving up uh, information quicker. I agree. But they don't need to have two people, like, unaccompanied in those rooms so they can c- collaborate and talk. And tell a secret outdoors and do a different reality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a, a definite um, security issue. Yep. All right. Uh, I don't have anything for 12% of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then I guess we'll go ahead and rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? How are we rating it now? Um, we are going to rate this in concrete walls. How many concrete walls do you give this episode, Tony? Um, I give this one a three concrete walls, maybe three and a half. It was, it wasn't boring, but it wasn't earth shattering. <laughs> well, I mean, not until Daisy gets her powers. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that too. <laughs> um, I'm with you on that three and a half. Um, even though there was, you know, some action that happened as far as storyline, right, with uh, Mace dying, um, it it felt like a lot of setup for, mm-hmm. for other stuff. And I, I mean, I think it pay, all pays off, which is good. So we'll we'll see that in later episodes for the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, three and a half. I think that's good. And finally, our weekly question. Where is Gamora? Yeah, I'll do you one better. Who's Gamora? I'll do you one better. Why is Gamora? You got hard, kid. Where you from? Queens. Brooklyn. Well, then tell me what's so important about today's date. (laughs) What was the question again? So we kind of referenced this earlier. Uh, they mentioned uh, Inhuman with Lion Paws. We talk, you talked that, about that all the way at the beginning of the episode. Um, and that's a pretty terrible Inhuman power, right? When you can get teleportation or earthquake powers or electricity, Lion Paws would be pretty disappointing. <laughs> this year, 2020 to 2021, has been a terrible time for most people. Unless you were a billionaire. What unfortunate inhuman power would you end up with if you took Terra Genesis crystals this year? <laughs> so, 
Um, I, I have my answer. My mm. unfortunate inhuman power um, would be that my left arm would change colors. And it's not like a chameleon way or something. It's just, there's no logic to it. It just, it just changes colors. Sometimes it's neon, right? Which would suck if I'm trying to sleep or it's just the middle of the day. Like why now? I can, uh. So I, I think that's it. Just one arm changes colors. All right. I think, like I said this as a joke earlier, but I think this is the perfect one is if everything I touched suddenly turned to spaghetti. And not even like good spaghetti, but like Chef Boyardee cold right out of the can spaghetti. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess <laughs> that that would be horrible because then, I mean, that's basically all you're eating. You can't touch anything. Um, can you put? Can you even like put gloves on? Do you have to touch things through the spaghetti? Like, like well, if, if you, you put wanna... gloves on, your gloves turn into spaghetti. So if you touch the spaghetti, does I guess that's now immune to it? It so, becomes worse spaghetti. Oh, okay. So you just can't touch anything yep. other than maybe your yourself, like your face or something. If you got, oh, I would assume so. Okay, all right. So I'm I'm imagining it's the it's Midas gold touch, but spaghetti instead of gold. Is that yes. basically it? That's okay. pretty much it. All right, all right. And that well, would suck. <laughs> well, listeners, come on Twitter and let us know what your terrible, terrible power would be. If you got any human powers. And join us next time when we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 19, All the Madam's Men. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Living a life with no regrets. Living a life with no regrets. I got my issues, I admit that You got some things that hold you back But we are acting like we're children Looking to blame